Hi guys, welcome back to the Real Time Online Podcast. Uh, my name's Craig. Uh, I'm a lead tutor at Real Time Music. And um, right now, I just want to say out loud that my favourite artist of all time is Robbie Williams. Just putting that out there. Uh, so I'm going to introduce you to the rest of our panellists for the day's proceedings. I'm Sarah. I'm part of the Young Sound. I don't actually know what my favourite artist is. Too hard to pick? Yeah, I can't pick one. Hi, my name's Andy. Um, I volunteer with Real Time with the Young Sound level two, I think. And yeah, my favourite artist is going to be Jimi Hendrix. Hendrix, ah, good choice, good choice. Hi, I'm Harley. Um, I'm part of the Temple Group, and my favourite artist is either Blink One Eight Two or something else. Hmm. That'd be a good battle. I'd like to see that battle. Uh, <laughs> I'd like right. to see that. That'd be cool. Mark um, Cole, Taylor, yeah. I ring. <laughs> that'd be interesting. Uh, last but not least. Robbie? Uh, hi, my name's Robbie. I'm a volunteer at the Young Sound on a Friday. And my favourite artist is also Jimi Hendrix. Oh, two Hendrix fans. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. So, uh, this could be interesting for the proceedings today. So, um, the day, guys, we are talking about pop music. We are talking about what it is, whether or not it's good. And also, a wee bit about the future. Where do we see pop music going from here? First things first, we always do a wee section where we follow up on last week's podcast. Um, last week's podcast, for those of you that didn't catch it, um, episode 11, uh, centred around Pride Month, and it was to do with it's the, the uh, trans teen experience. So, uh, quite moving podcast at times, and uh, very worthwhile going back and having a wee listen to. So, before we go into our main segment, we're just going to talk a wee bit about some of the news that's been coming up. We've got some musical news this week, so we're going to start with Harley. Harley, what did you discover this week? Um, Corey Taylor from Slipknot and Stone Sour is bringing out a solo album and it's been finished. Uh, they recorded the entire thing in about two and a half weeks and there's 25 songs on it. We did everything live wow. and it's got members from Stone Sour and Walls of Jericho in it. Uh, playing in the band. Wow. So it's almost like a super group kind of thing, although it's yeah, under his but, name. Yeah, just a solo album with him, but with the band being yeah. a sort of super group thing behind him. Cool. Is this something he's done before? No, not really. Um, he has probably solo songs, and he did do a solo tour a few years ago, um, which is sort of very acoustic and sort of in pubs and clubs across America. But this is the first time he's actually yeah. ever released anything. Right. And when's the release date? Do you know the release date? There's not been any set date yet, but it should be very good. No, nothing yet. Well, we'll be keeping an eye out for that. Um, Andy, you had something you wanted to share with the group? Uh, Wolf Mother has released a, a new single, uh, Higher on Your Own Supply, and it now fits into EDM category on Apple Music and Spotify. Right, interesting. So that's no, that's no what they're known for, is it, really? Uh, no, uh, they're kind of more metal, kind of like uh, Iron Maiden, Deep Purple and Black Sabbath combination. Right, that's a good combination. Um, so, would they, right, interesting. So would, have they said anything about why they want to go down that particular road? Or? Uh, I've not found anything yet, but I'll, I'll keep an eye out on it. Cool. Well, uh, I will look out for further, uh, further musings on that one, because that's a topic of tone shift for those guys. Like, right. I don't know many of their tunes, but they're definitely no EDM tunes. Um, 
Okay, okay then. So with that being said, that leads us nicely, um, perhaps, into what we're going to talk about today. Well, me segment today, guys, is about pop music, something that we probably all define in very differently and in very different ways. Um, so, Sarah, I'm going to come to you first, pal. When you hear the word pop, what springs to your, what kind of music springs to your mind? Um, well, mainly just like chart music, like like Capital or whatever. Yeah, I don't really think too much about it because I don't listen to it myself, to be honest. So, radio music, stuff you hear in the background, stuff you hear when you're in the car, that kind of stuff. Yeah. And it's not something you would engage in. Fair enough. Andy, pop music, what does it mean to you? Not very much. <laughs> that was my answer. <laughs> that was that was my Cool. That's Why? What, what, um, what, well, what does it mean to you? What kind of when you when you think of pop music, what what are you avoiding? Oh, just like cutting corners and the actual songwriting process, being able to come up with your own tunes. A lot of people just like to sample other people's work and rearrange it and add a couple of hooks on, and I think that's just terrible. Okay. Boring. So maybe a wee bit lacking in originality. Aye, and there's just. Uh, it's it's gone wrong over the past few years. It's it's honestly shocking. Fair enough, Sarah. Were you going to come in on something there? Oh, um, I agree. Like the is in like lyric writing is very. It's not complex. It's very simple and repetitive yeah. and boring. And okay. you can find a lot of similar lyrics in a lot of songs. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Now this is a very uh, valid opinion here, guys, and we appreciate it. Right, Robbie, I'm letting you off the leash for two minutes here. What's uh, <sighs> but here we go. What's your, what's your perception of pop music? Pop music is, no, pop is popular music. It's what everyone's listening to. It's what's trendy. As Sarah was saying, it's what's on the radio and in the charts. Right. Um, but it's it's not very good. It's really not good. Okay. There's so many reasons why. I, I, I mean, though, as they were saying, the, the lyric writing process is not complicated at all. But uh, I, I think a lot of the pop artists actually write their own songs. Hardly any of them play instruments either. A lot of the background music generated on computers. Uh, yeah, it's just generated on a computer. It's not right. real, if you get what I mean. No, I, I, I get what you mean. It's not you couldn't you couldn't play it with actual instruments outside. You couldn't bust yeah. it. Right, no, that's a fair enough qualifier. That's a fair enough qualifier. Harley, I'm going to bring you in, pal. Which pop music to you? Pop music is a bunch of artists who are going to run out of time very, very soon, and there's only going to be one or two of them that actually have a lasting legacy. Oh. Right, so there's not a lot yes. of longevity in it for you? No, not at all. Okay. Like, I hear people all the time talk about like artists like, um, I don't know, who was big like five years ago that no one, re- no one knows now? Like, Last really? Ketchup? Remember Last Ketchup? No. <laughs> so, for the those band listening... Sang one of the biggest songs ever. Yeah, yeah. Right, back in 2010, called the Ketchup song. And Is that 2010? Who, like, what's actually happened to them? Like, One Hit Wonders, stuff like that. Like, that's pop music to me. Right, okay, so it's stuff that's throwaway. It's no long-lasting. It's, it's not getting any value other than that. Is that what we're saying there, Harley? Yeah. Cool. 2002, by the way. When they, 
Yeah, exactly. It's like the one. years before I was born. And it's still a massive song. Aye, I mean, it's a big club hit, isn't it? It comes on at, like, an Ibiza or something, I assume people go daft. Fair enough. So, all in all, then, as a group, pop music, we're, we're a wee bit down on it, to say the least. It's not something I'll we value. Um, <laughs> I should say that, out, like, out of the five years <laughs> present, four years are wearing black t-shirts, which probably tells its own oh. story. Ha- Harley's wearing a white t-shirt, but it's an offspring t-shirt, so it may as well be black. So... <laughs> So maybe we're just know the right crowd to be to be listening to pop music. So we've talked about what pop, what we feel pop music is. What did it used to be? Green Day, Barry, the Beatles, right? Queen. Okay. It used to be good, actually. It it, it used to be good. (laughs) Back in the day. Oh, what happened? Where did we go wrong? The good old times. Some of the some of the bands, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure actually all the bands you mentioned there, we mentioned Queen, we mentioned Green Day, we mentioned the Beatles. Bowie, yeah, Bowie, absolutely. So they're all, to me, they're all guys who, when they started, were seen as pop acts. Like, obviously, Bowie was you know, a big popular guy. Queen were massively popular, one of the most popular bands ever. The Beatles were regarded as a pop band when they started. Green Day, although they had a kind of, they kind of invented pop punk in a way, so they kind of took elements of both genres and mashed them together. Blasphemy. Yes, Harley. No, no, they definitely did. <laughs> Maybe they perfected it rather than invented it. But um, they popularized all it. Of they those, did not invent it. I refuse all to. Of those, uh, all of those bands are in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, right? Mm. All of them. So how did we get for popular music being something that's going to get you into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? To something that's going to get you on capital. What do you think? What changed? The nineties. The nineties. Really? Uh, Rock died. Technology happened. Yeah. keyboards. Like I, I, like you know, like bands like Green Day and Barry and all these people. As much as you can say that you know Green Day just do the same thing over and over for two minutes, which yes, and all sounds like a, like a bad joke, right? Anyway, um. Like with bands like that, they all put effort into their music. Right. But now I listen to someone like I don't know, Wizzle or someone like that, and I'm like, you're never gonna get into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. What's what's the appeal here? See that? I find that dead interesting because I think all the pop acts I've heard in the last five years, maybe with the exception of Billie Eilish, I would say Lizzo absolutely could get into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I think I that's just use as an example. I don't actually know anyone. Like, that's not um, really. I don't listen like, to pop music, so I wouldn't know. But what, like, how would you feel if Britney Spears got into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Um, I don't. I'd, I'd build a ship and I'd be off. I'd probably shave my head. <laughs> <laughs> I would. So Andy's self-isolating on an island. No, Sarah, I'm, I'm getting you? off this planet. <laughs> Britney, Britney Spears. I'm going to shave my head and smash car window. There's a whole. I see Britney Spears. There's a whole like a. Conspiracy theory about her singing that it's sped up so it's higher. Her voice yeah, is right. even lower than it sounds. Right. I've never heard that. That's interesting. But you think about this this is the reason I chose Britney Spears, right? Because she started it as a pop act, the same way the Beatles did. Massive, massive for the get-go, quite young as well. I mean, Britney Spears I think was only 16 when Baby One More Time hit. But she's also had trouble with drugs, trouble with alcohol. She shaved her head. She's attacked paparazzi. 
Like she's done some pretty rock and roll stuff. So is it that the the music has to reflect what we think is rock and roll, or is it the lifestyle, or what is it? I think it's mainly about the music. Like obviously, the, the lifestyle is a big part in it. You know, like yeah. the, I mean, like the, you think of a rock star, you think of, like Motley Crue, the whole sex, drugs, rock and roll thing. Um, but uh, the, like rock is t- to me anyway. It's, it's it's more about music than like your actions. Fair enough. So. Fair enough. So the Rolling Stones would have just been as cool if they weren't like throwing TVs into swimming pools and blowing <laughs> up say. drum kits. No, 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 no. no. I, I'm not saying it's it makes someone less or more or less cool. It's just I, I feel it's, it's more about music. I mean, you, yeah. I, I don't know. There's there's, there's got to, like I'm, I'm trying to think of like a, a rock group that are pretty chill that still make good music. Arctic Monkeys. Uh, nah, those aren't. Nah. Those aren't. That's not music. It is music. <laughs> but it's not rock. No, I that's they're not special. They're, they're quite quiet, I think. Unless anyone knows that noise about them. I mean, I, I, I mean, like, look, look, look at Metallica. I mean, obviously, back in like the 80s and 90s and stuff, they, obviously they've done all the rock and roll stuff, but even now, I mean, they're, they're making music now, like, they're. they're they're not old men, but they're, they're older guys. They rock out and they, they make music that you can headbang and thrash about to just as well as they did in the 80s and they're, they're not going about doing puddles of drugs. So getting getting back to the pop stuff in a minute, Andy, you mentioned something dead interesting about technology. What, what, what impact do you think technology has had on pop music? Now, I don't have exact dates. I've studied this at college for a wee bit, but I don't have exact dates. But when technology came in somewhere from the 70s to the 90s, everything changed. You know, um, pop music started with um, your kind of four-piece, three-piece band. Right. Guitar, drums, vocals and bass. And um, second, t- uh, technology, the breakthrough, especially with music. The Beatles kind of kicked it off, which is a right shame. Um, MIDI keyboards have brought out synthesizers. Um, I've written Change Craftwork. They were a German kind of synth band. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're all right-ish, but after that, it kind of goes into a standard pop bump where it's just shiny right. lasers and bumping bass all the time. It's, I don't yeah. enjoy it. See that? Like I, I just want to throw this out at you for a wee minute. Like I, when I was, um, like I said right at the top of the show, my favourite pop artist, particularly probably my favourite artist of all times, Robbie Williams, right? Because I grew up with him because I like his music. He is a songwriter, written his own stuff. Live shows always had a live band, like you were saying, Andy, drums, keys, bass, guitar, horn section, string section, all that stuff. All the stuff you need to make good pop music. And he was popular around about the turn of the 90s, 2000s kind of stuff. But there's other, like the technology side, they obviously be music. The, the technology side of things is important, but there's also been technology side, there's also been technological advances on the way we consume music. And the reason I bring Robbie Williams up is he actually killed a record company, EMI. They died because he, he got given an £80 million record deal to make five albums and the record, and the record label completely missed the opportunity to capitalise on his music because he didn't embrace online stuff. So my question here, I suppose, is using Robbie as a kind of example, is there a reason why pop music has become 
cheaper, if you like. Do you think there's a reason why pop music and pop labels have chosen to make use of like technology rather than actual players, do you think? Well, see if you take any song that's been made, like, see if you were to put Capital FM right now, see everything but the vocal. Aye. I can make with this, plugged into my laptop within like an hour, I can make a decent wee tune. So Andy's holding so up a MIDI keyboard here. Cool. Sarah, what do you think? Is there, is, there a, is there reasons you think are they trying to cut corners? Or is it just because that's what they think people want to hear? What do you think? It kind of just seems easier, I guess. Yeah. Like, easier to produce a lot of music, like, quickly. Mm-hmm. And cheaper to make. I don't know. I'm not sure. Aye, aye, no, I, I agree with that. Right, MIDI keyboards are anywhere from 15 to 30 quid. Guitars, basses and actual keyboards and drum kits are anywhere from 110 to like 3,000. <laughs> I don't think it's, it's I, I don't think it takes as much effort to make as well. Yeah. I mean, obviously, it's, it's, if you're doing it with a, like a rock song, <laughs> a full band, obviously you, you've got the guitar, the bass, the drums, maybe a keyboard. Um, and you, you have to have people playing them. Like, to make it good, obviously, they, they need to have been playing this instrument for years on end and studying it and all that but uh, with a lot of pop songs it's like you can make up a simple beat on a computer in 5-10 minutes and that you can just copy and base it and that's the whole song done and you're um, it's, it's, it's a bit it's, it doesn't take nearly as much effort to make I feel mm-hmm. yeah. There's the genres of pop music as well, I don't know if genres is the right word to use but like they're all about Love and romance. There's not much depth. There's not like any other topics. Yeah. How does that leave you feeling then, Sarah? Knowing that most of the pop tunes that you've encountered, maybe, although I think I'd agree with you, a lot of that is about romance and going out and having parties and getting drunk, as Andy says. How does that leave you feeling? Well, most of it's aimed to like teenagers, I believe, and um, it's the subjects of the song have been made very vague so a wide variety of people can sort of like it i guess right so it's mass mass appeal yeah they've just all became very um repetitive and boring yeah listen to it like there's songs like people always bring up like okay i hate to be the sale tape here but there's a song that literally just says the word gucci gang 14 times you can settle that a song. That's not yeah. Right. It's just lazy and boring and I, I don't like it. You're right. But then like people all the time are like, you know, Bohemian Rhapsody is one of the best songs ever and it's this and that. It's the next thing. That was a pop song when it came out. Yeah. So it was it was a rock song as well. What, what changed? Well, this is the thing. Like if you were to ask I think if you if you were to ask Freddie Mercury or Brian May or Roger Taylor or, or, or John Deaton, who what would you rather do? Write songs for the masses or write songs for you know five people? They'd probably say write songs for the masses. Do you know what I mean? There's, there's, yeah, there's, that's how you make the money. There's no accident that they ended up in front of a crowd of like a hundred thousand people at Nebworth in eighty five. But is it like you think of that now, you think of Freddie Mercury who's held up as this great showman and great singer, you know, he's been gone like 20 years now, is there any right now who, whether you think, it's not a question of whether you think they're as good as Freddie Mercury or no, but is there any you think that gets held up 
in the same way and is regarded in the same way as a guy like Freddie Mercury. I, I don't oh, listen to Billy Eilish. Billy Eilish is up there. Ed Sheeran, Ed, Ed Sheeran probably. Yeah, Ed yeah. Sheeran's a great example. William so Gallagher. definitely not as. Oh, well, don't know that he gets the crowds, but definitely yeah. as an icon in, in British music. Absolutely. He's a bit of an arse to have millions of people following him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Axel Rose, he's a neo Nazi, he's a racist, he's a fascist. I don't like him. I won't hang around with him, but I listen to his tunes. They're quite good. Hmm. <laughs> That's actually that's an interesting point you raise, Andy. Like obviously in the pop genre, we've had a few guys over the years who have been accused of things and have maybe said or done certain things that are you know their Twitter for ten years ago is reminding us about. They maybe don't believe that anymore. Do you feel that you can separate an artist's music from their actions as a person or their thoughts as a person? Yeah. If, if I'm yeah. sitting listening to my favourite song and my mate says, oh, by the way, that song's a bit an overgrowth or that song's a bit a murder, I'll obviously want to change the song. I'm not be very happy about that song anymore. But um, ah. I, I know that uh, Axel Rose is a Nazi, but Slash is still my favourite guitarist. Guns N' Roses is still one of my favourite bands. Yeah. It's like I'm, I won't hang around with them, but I will listen to their music. So in a way, I, I can separate it completely. Can I ask, how, how is Axel Rose a, a Nazi? He's got a neo-Nazi oh, handbook, yeah. and you can see him with it in all sorts of interviews, holding it down by his side. Yeah, no, <laughs> but then people also uh, accused uh, Harry of being a Nazi. Uh, I've, I've not heard of that, but I've, def- I've, 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 definitely. I've, I've never soldier. thought of Axel Rose as a, a good person, but uh, I didn't know he was a... He was a horrible, horrible, horrible guy. Uh, <laughs> I saw a meme uh, the other day, and it was like, coronavirus has now cancelled more gigs than Axel Rose. Oh man! <laughs> I want to put that in my wall. That's amazing. Um, what about you, Sarah? Can you is, is that something you can do in your mind? Separate somebody's bad actions for their music? Yeah, but I guess it would also depend on like maybe what the bad actions are. Right. Because um, right now there's the the um, I think is is rapper like six nine six nine. Um, oh yeah, um, and there's like controversy on whether people should still like his music or not because of what he's done. But um, what did he do? I'm not. Was it not like? Okay. Have you seen him? No, I don't know. Take a minute and go Google it. Just take one minute and I Google Takeshi six nine six nine. It looks it like looks someone like... gets shoved into a cotton candy machine and pulled. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like he gets knocked in by the magic school bus. <laughs> <laughs> Rattles are in a cotton candy machine. Uh, okay, so I think I think what Sarah's saying there is there might be degrees. Yeah. Like if somebody's maybe like you're saying Axel Rose has got some fairly right wing political views, allegedly. You need to say that for legal reasons. Obviously, like that's not something that directly impinges on anybody that you know. But maybe I don't know. For some people, that might be the kicker. That might be like I'll never listen to Guns and Roses again. Whereas, Siri, I, I think what you're saying is when it's something maybe a wee bit more, I don't know, severe or maybe there's a mere criminal element to it. Um, everyone's got their own line. It's aye. You know, like that almost. Aye. I suppose it's a personal thing, Harley. Where would you draw the line? To be honest, I don't really care about. It political opinions and stuff as long as it doesn't come into the music too much yeah like um but like see if someone was like a total i don't know yeah. like just an absolute idiot and i just and they were just like seeing stuff that was horrible and like they were just really derogatory and just horrible I, like, I probably wouldn't want to listen yeah. to them 
But luckily, I don't actually have anyone that's like that. So no, in good. my playlists, I've heard horror stories from people saying that, you know, I went to this person's acoustic gig and he screamed at me in the crowd for clapping. And you should just stop listening to that. And like, if that's what the person's going to be, then why do you waste your time listening to their music and giving them mm. money and satisfaction of that? Fair enough. So we've kind of deviated for the point slightly there, guys, but that was an interesting one, Andy. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because obviously there are people when you're a, a pop artist or whether you're just a, a musician in general, you're mere in the public eye and it's good to kind of talk about these kind of things. For me, it was kind of like growing up, it was Michael Jackson that, you know, I, oh, I, he's, was, he's I, was, I was quite a young boy. Yeah. I was about eight or nine. I was a fan of Michael Jackson. That's exactly what I was his music's amazing, um, but there was a lot yeah. of people, including members of my family, actually, that when when the stories and the rumours started to circle about him were like, you know, burning his records and things like that. Maybe yeah. my family had done that, but, but getting rid of his music and refusing to listen to it. So it's, uh, it's not easy for pop musicians. Getting maybe a wee bit more back on track here, guys. I wanted to ask you, obviously, we've talked a wee bit about pop music as what it is and maybe what happened to it with the technology and um, things becoming a wee bit more like mass produced where do you see it going? Nowhere I, I don't see it getting like, better to be honest uh, right. I, I, see me I, I just see it getting worse <laughs> I can I see it get, I, I can see it but like becoming increasingly more popular more trendy and all that but mm. in my opinion it gets worse like me, I mean, like m- m- musically wise, it just it keeps getting worse and worse, but it keeps getting more popular. Um, unfortunately, yep. here's a yeah. scientific definition: Where does pop go from here? Well, where does a tremor go once it starts growing? What? <laughs> That's harsh. That is an excellent. Uh, well, yeah. some some people, I suppose, would draw that kind of parallel. It's a bit dark, but, uh, right, but like, it's got, you've got to remove it, or it's gonna it's just gonna get worse. Right. So what what would you do? This is this is the kind of last question. I'm going to come to you, all right, Robbie. I'm going to save you for last. Okay. But um, oh yikes, Harley, I'll come to you first, pal. If you had the power. To, to change the direction that pop music's going in, what would you do? What would you introduce? What would you change? Oh, man, I How would you instrumentation again? Right, so you go back to like using actual physical instruments. Yeah, um, I'd introduce instrumentation again. I'd make it less PC. I guess is what I'm looking for. Like, right, so less know, squeaky clean. Is that what you mean? Yeah, less. You know. None of this nonsense about like you know, following rules and following love and all that stuff like real opinions and real things that matter. Okay. Like Rage Against the Machine, but pop. I'd love to hear that. I'd love to hear a pop. Imagine that. I would. Rage Against the Machine or pop? Killing in the name was a Christmas number one for ages. It was the Christmas number one because people were so sick of Simon Cowell. Yeah. Well, there you go. I suppose what we've said so far is that pop music, you can include loads of different types of music in that pop can, and it's it's like I think Robbie said, what's popular at the time. What we're saying is it's maybe just went off the rails a wee bit musically. Um, But Harley, obviously you'd make it a wee bit less polished, maybe. A wee bit bit deeper in terms of... More and... 
Right. Like Bowie used to do and Green yeah. used to do and get it meaning again. Yeah. So Sarah, I'll come to you next part. What would you change? What would you do? Um I would bring more like like if the music was more sort of imaginative and creative and not all repetitive and similar. Like a yeah. uh, okay. a lot of um pop artists are like solo artists, you don't find like bands, many mm. bands that are sort of under pop. Aye. But like, bring back more bands, people. I guess. Yeah. So see, see the, the thing that, that jumps into my head, maybe for about, maybe 10, maybe even 15 years ago now, bands like McFly, right? You might not like McFly's music, but they could all play. They were all amazing musicians, they had cool harmonies going, very reminiscent of early Beatles in terms of the music they were writing. Um, so maybe you're right. Maybe it's that we need to get back to the kind of grassroots of being able to play and sing together as a unit rather than it all being about one person. Um, no, that's interesting. That's interesting, that. Andy, what would you do? Um, I'd remove all God complexes and terrible singers and just horrible bastards <laughs> in general. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I'd replace them all with people along the lines of Billy Idol, Jimi Hendrix, Motley Crue. Uh, slash the Stones and the Beatles, and okay. I would definitely have more real instruments. I agree. I'd keep, I'd keep a bit of the sampling because obviously it's it's a good laugh, it's good fun. Sometimes it's good to listen to, but I'd bring the ratio of real music to samples way down. And watch okay. more real music. Right. Okay. Okay, Robbie, you've got the power. You've got the stage. You've got the you've got oh, the yeah, throne of music. What are you going to do oh, to help us? Save us, Robbie. <laughs> Save us from the pop nonsense. You know, um, there's in a prison, there's some prisoners that they, they've committed the most horrible crimes and they just cannot be rehabilitated. They've went beyond that level. So you either have to walk them away or strap them into the electric chair and make them ride the lightning. Um, what would I do if I was like the god of the music world? I would um, strap pop music into the electric chair and put it down. Damn right. And okay. let Zeus do his magic. Um, that's what I would do. Okay, like so I'm going <laughs> oh man, real time music does not condone conversion therapy in any way. Do you know what? No, Over no, no. Music podcast, I don't think I'd have to do this many legal disclaimers. You should probably okay. hire some lawyers. I, 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 Every I'm single just... legal disclaimer you've had to do is because of Robbie. Listen, 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 sue me. <laughs> okay, Axel, if you're listening. Um, anyway, um, so yeah. Harley, you're you're kind of um, you you wanted more depth. Yeah. Sarah, I think you were kind of saying similar things there about wanting to um, see the lyrics come a wee bit more, more into focus in terms of what's going on in the world and more creativity being more innovative, more yeah. interesting. Um, Andy. So you mentioned getting rid of like the god complexes and 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 the egos and just about right. making it about the music again and putting music centre stage, and Robbie is just going to kill everybody <laughs> <laughs> and bomb, bomb the pop industry with fire. Um, and I admire that. Oh, man's got to do. Aye, well, that's fair enough. Um, 
To finish, up the, to finish up this week podcast, guys, Andy's mentioned samples a couple of times, so I'd like to, at the top of the show, we ask you to put your favourite um, artist ones, and some of you come forward with some really good stuff, and some of you want to share. Let's see if we can get some favourite samples at you. So, yes. Andy, Andy, what's your favourite sample in a song? Um, I've, uh, what, what do you mean by in a song? Do you mean like a sample I've made, or a sample I've downloaded and used? Well, no, I just mean, like, what's your favourite song with a sample in it? Um, oh, I don't listen to it. I purely just make it myself. I, I don't actually listen to any of this stuff myself. I, I right. rock all the way. <laughs> Fair enough. No, well, I don't make a bit of techno myself, but I, I won't listen to it. So the sample's done rock music. That's what I'm trying to drive it here. But we'll, we'll maybe come, maybe some people have come up with some of that stuff. Yeah. Um, Sarah, have you got any, any samples that like, oh, that's amazing use of that tune? Um, I haven't really thought about it before. I don't know. Fair enough. Um, Harley, have you, you seem to have, you seem quite excited about that. Yeah, I've got two, um, oh, and they're both what? Oasis related. Right. Um, so the first one is Don't Look Back in Anger by Oasis, mm-hmm. uh-huh. which is Imagine by John Lennon. Pretty much, yeah. And it's More of a rip-off than a sample, but yeah. Amazing. Uh, um, aye. The second one is actually directly sampled, um, and it's a song by Will Pete, um called Yesterday. All right. Uh, and it's sampled from Wonderwall with a oh, trap right. beat in the chorus part, and it just sounds so good, especially with his vocals. Right. Nice. And I highly recommend that song to anyone. Okay. You heard it here first, team, so that's good. Hopefully, the last one Yeah, I like that. Okay, Robbie, have you got any samples that you like? That um, I, I don't know if that's a sample. Well, yeah, I think it is. Uh, you know the band Steel Panther? Yeah, and the, their song "Death to All But Metal." They've got uh, a, a lot of licks, like the, the the guitar. It does. I think it does. There's a lick for "Sweet Child of Mine" in it. There's okay. one for "Seek and Destroy" by Metallica right. in it, and I, I think there's another one as well. I can't remember exactly what it is. Right. Oh no, no, no! It's uh, Motley Crue. Oh. Um, awesome. I, I think it was Live Wire. I don't know. Right. So that's like. That's really we homages and we nods in a song. That's quite nice. I don't know. I need to go away and listen to that. Um, the one that always gets me is the Bittersweet Symphony, which people don't realise oh, is a sample. The Verve tune. That's for a Rolling yeah. Stones song. Is it? The name of which I cannot remember. But it's. Uh, I think the Stones tried to sue them. Um, <laughs> so uh, I they've tried a few things and it got kicked out of court. Um, but yeah, it's for a Stones song. Anyway, we're going to leave it there, guys. Thank you very, very much for participating. Thank you to you guys out there who are listening. Um, you can find us on the Real Time Music website, realtimemusic.net, where there are also some amazing articles going up for some of our young people right now, some uh, album reviews, some album rankings, some great uh, Netflix suggestions for your lockdown reviewing pleasure. Um, so you can find us on Apple Podcasts, you can find us on Google Podcasts, you can find us at realtimemusic.net. Um, search for Real Time Online Podcast if you're not using the website. Um, thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for all of you guys for participating, and we will see you in the next one. Take it easy.